0: Hallelujah. Please be seated. I think that you were being blessed. I don't know why he just handed over to me. Alright. I don't know what to say. What were you saying? So that I will continue sharing the burden. Beautiful. Okay. So take your Bible and open to John chapter 15. John chapter 15. If your Bible is working. If it's not working, you can look up. John 15. All right. Where's my book of John? And let's read from verse 13, I think. 15 from 13. Your Bible. Okay. Okay. So, these are the words of Jesus Christ. And it reads, and I say, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Ye are my friends, if you do whatsoever I command you. This is Jesus speaking. Verse 15. Henceforth. I call you not servants. For the servant knoweth not what his master or his lord doeth. But I have called you friends. For all things that I have heard of my father. I have made known unto you. So. If you read the scripture, what it means is that there is nothing that God wants us to know that Jesus didn't tell us about life. Yeah, Jabriel. So sometimes when you don't know something, it's not because the knowledge doesn't exist. You, You have not searched for it. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah. Then, verse 16. That's what I'm looking for. He says, you or ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that ye should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. That whatsoever ye shall ask of the father in my name, He may give it you. We didn't choose him. He chose us. Do you believe that? You say you chose God. He chose you. Blessed are they whom the Lord chooses. And causes to approach. When you come, it is because he has chosen you. Because there are some people he doesn't allow them. You can't say you have found God. Do you understand? You hear people say things like that. I found the Lord. I found this. I found... Charlie. It existed before you. So you have been discovered. You are the one who has been brought in. We are the ones who have been included. Hey... Right? So, he chose us. And what did he do? He ordained. He appointed us. Now, don't think that it is for pastors. He was talking to disciples. He was talking to disciples. And everybody who believes is called a disciple. A disciple is a follower. Is there somebody here who is exclusive of this criteria? It's like this thing that Jesus Christ is talking about, I don't fall into the category. Because he has not chosen me. I chose him. And he has not appointed me. There is no appointment on my life. I'm not a pastor. I'm not a shepherd. I'm not a bishop. I'm not a reverend. I'm not a pope. I'm not a cardinal. Nothing. I don't belong anywhere. I have become a Christian. I can choose to change my mind. That you should go and bring forth fruit. I mean, are you a farmer? He's not talking about farmers bringing home mangoes or cashew. Huh? Yeah. Go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. I mean, when we harvest food, we eat it. It doesn't remain. Do you understand? Yeah, we eat. So, there is a fruit that should remain. There's a fruit that you don't eat. There is a fruit that gives evidence of your labor on earth. And I'm saying that this scripture that we are reading, it is not to a a, a pastor alone. Yeah. It is to every disciple, every follower. And he says that whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Now, how many of you have prayer requests? Some of you don't have prayer requests. You don't have any prayer requests. Innocent, you don't have prayer requests. Therese, no prayer request. Hey, so why are you sitting there? You won't lift up your hands. Eh? You don't have any prayer request. Eh? No, those of you who don't have any prayer request, lift up your hands. You don't have any prayer request. You don't need anything from the Lord. Lift up your hands. There's nobody like that. You didn't understand the question. Anybody who doesn't need anything from the Lord, lift up your hands. People need the Lord. Everybody has something that you want from the Lord. So, Jesus says God is interested in providing answers to your questions. But you see, just like before you labor and get a certain result, there are things you have to do. I mean... We know that banks have money. They keep people's money. Is that not so? But do you think that if you walk to the bank and you say that I have not paid my school fees for one year, then you go and see the MD. And you tell the MD that he should help you pay your school fees. I mean, what would be the response? Eh? Eh? What would the... I mean, if you are an MD of a bank, eh, the bank has a lot of money in there. And somebody walks to you and says that I need money. To pay my school fees for one year, what would be your answer? Hello? Hello? It's well with you. What would be your answer? Eh? He should go to his parents. Okay? That's one good response. But the person doesn't have parents who can support. Sometimes they have their parents, but they can't pay. That's why he has come to you, the MD. So if you tell, you tell him he should go to his parents, my parents can't pay. That's why I've come to you. What else will you say? So, one is go to your parents. What else will you say? I'm asking questions. Today we are all preaching. All of you are preachers. What will you say? What will be your response? MD. Yes. Some of you one day are going to be MDs. No, believe it. Some of you, you are going to rise up and be bosses. Yeah. But when, when somebody will call you MD because it is your title, it shall come to pass. Mark it, write it on the wall. Yeah. Some of you, people will be driving you to meetings. Yeah. Because you are the boss. Or Gakwata. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Some of you, one day you will share a testimony. Hey, Bishop, you said this some years ago. Yeah. You are a boss. Yeah. 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 You'll be traveling. Business class. You'll be sleeping in beautiful hotels. Yes. It shall happen in your lives. Yeah, As long as God is our Lord, eh, our testimonies are greater. Though our beginning be small, our latter end should greatly increase. I see you being promoted. I see you being favored. I see you being lifted. I see the hand of the Lord choosing you and placing you on a seat. You are high and lifted up. Humble yourself before the Lord. Receive promotion right now. You are blessed. Sit down. Yeah. So, no, I ask a question. I want answers. The MDs, where are you? Somebody, somebody just comes to you and says that I want uh, 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 money for my school fees. I mean, Pastor Bala, what will you say? You don't know that person. What will you say? Genuinely. How will you what would be your response? Eh? What will you say? Do you have an account here? Yeah. 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 No, no. An MD will ask you that question. I'm telling you, it's it's like the basic question that a person will ask. Yeah. Many years ago, I was going to do some business with somebody. And Someone, I needed some money, and a friend referred me to the head of a department or a branch, a department in a bank. I mean, when we spoke about the thing, everything. Then his first question to me was, "Do you have an account with us?" Because without the account, he cannot begin to help you. Is that how should he take the money? And go and give it to you to go and put it in somebody's bank. Do you understand? So he said open an account. So I picked their forms immediately. Yes. I, I even I mean, I, I realized I should have even done that before going to see him. But because the person called me in the morning I spoke to the person in the morning and gave, he gave me the person's uh, contact. I said call him and tell him I want to come. So by midday eleven o'clock was there fast fast so I told him oh I got your contact just this morning that's how I come because I know it's, it's something I must do so I opened the account and started business with them because you see somebody who wants to help you must feel that you belong to him there is there is a connection and a contact that defines that relationship because Help is always offered in a context. We don't just go. That's why you don't go around and just taking money and dashing it. Yeah. One guy he went off. He went to bank and took money, and he got out of the bank and he opened the, uh, uh, op- took away the money and started sharing it. And you see, when people you are there and somebody shares money, some people they like certain things. Yeah, oh, we were collecting, then people were following him. Then he was giving he finished all their money, but they didn't know that he was going off. <laughs> yeah, begin you know, off. Yeah. Because that's not how we live. That's not how we do things. When you want to do good, you don't just step out and just you know, you have built a house or you have an apartment, you want to give it to people to live in. You don't walk on their street and say, Do you have a place to stay? Come there have a place to stay calm there have a place to stay calm then you pick uh 10 homeless people and here 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 no you see god has things he wants to provide but he just doesn't come and say follow me take this take that take this take that one of the things that shows that you want something from somebody is you do something for that person yeah you do something for the person. So, as Christians, we have prayer requests. But sometimes the reason why our prayers are never answered is because you have not opened an account with me. There is no connection. Yeah. You do nothing, you have no relationship. See, so when you open an account with a bank, it means you have placed your trust in the bank to, to, to keep what you have and to help you. <laughs> that's how the bank understands the relationship. The moment an account is open, this is the understanding. You have put your trust in us to manage your money. And then also you have placed us in a position to help you. To ask. So that's why when you ask for something, they will do it for you. Yeah, even though there are things you have to do to also fulfill it. But if you don't have that, it's 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 not you see so. Anybody who has a certain expectation and a request from the Lord must have a certain relationship as well. Yeah. You must have a certain relationship. It is automatic. 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 Yeah. So, let me ask you this question as you are sitting here. What relationship do you have with the Lord? What account have you opened? There are several accounts: savings account, current account, uh, fixed deposits, uh, treasury bills, uh, bonds. Uh, there are several instruments at the banks. You know what? Foreign account, local account. I mean, what else? Where are you? Don't know anything about the bank. All you know is ATM. Please. Yes, Olivia, you are here. Yes. What other instruments can you have when you open an account? What type of accounts can you have? Euro. Okay, not even about the currency, but the type of, like, savings, current, uh, investment accounts. You can have different investments with, you see, you can have long-term investments, short-term investments. I mean, it's like, so it's like you are tied to them. So sometimes, when, when you need money and they look at your investment profile with them, that oh, you want 100000 and you have saved $1 million with them. 100000 is not a problem for them at all. They will give it to you and collect the interest whilst your money is secure. yeah. Yeah! Do you understand? Yeah. So you see, understand this relationship with the Lord. Any relationship that you, 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 you build, Any labor and anything that you do, it's almost like you are making an investment in the Lord. And God, he values our work. He values what we do for him. I'm telling you, he values it. That's why Jesus spent a lot of his years teaching the people who followed him that, Charlie, if you say you love me, there is work, you must do something. You must do something. That's the call of a believer. Hmm? you see let me show you something in uh, the book of numbers numbers numerus about Moses (laughs) hey Lord we thank you for your grace yeah number 11 numbers number 11 (laughs) numbers chapter 11 and let's read from verse 15 there about, I think. eleven fifteen. 15. I mean, okay. Alright, and if thou do that with me, blah, 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 okay, 16, number 16. Verse 16. And the Lord said unto Moses, Gather unto me 70 men of the elders of Israel whom thou knowest. To be elders of the people. And officers over them. And bring them unto the tabernacle of the congregation. That they may stand there with thee. And what were they going to do? Verse 17. Let's read on. on. And I will come down and talk with thee there. And I will take of the spirit which is upon thee. And will put it upon them. And they shall bear the burden of the people with thee. That thou bear it not thyself alone. Wow. So sharing the burden. That's what it is. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, remember that Moses was leading a nation. And it was believed that around that time there were over 2 million people. Yeah. And Moses, because God called him, he was doing everything on his own. He was doing everything on his own. To the extent that his father-in-law, Jethro, who was also a priest, said, brother, what you are doing is not good. You are killing the people, and you are killing yourself. Because Moses did not understand that God had called other people. He is the one who God called. And as far as he was concerned, the only people that God chose to be with him was Aaron. And uh, they brought along their sister Maryam, spiritual sister, minstrel. Yeah, I mean, every pastor has a woman around. Sometimes when they call you, somebody must come around, and they were family. Yeah, two brothers, one sister. So it is like because the concept of sharing the work was never there, and God calls you; He has called you. Yeah, and He gives you a certain grace. You know, and it's interesting because Moses made that mistake and felt that he has to do everything on his own. So, the people come to him with problems and it's like for months, they can't get access to him because it's a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of people. Now, compare that to Jesus. Before Jesus even saved one soul, before he went out and won one soul and preached anywhere, The first thing that he did was he called on him 12 to share the work that he was preparing to do. So you see that a higher wisdom was operating that before I do anything, I need people to understand what I am doing to share the burden and the work with me. That's why immediately he called them. He started to send them in pairs. It's like you have learned One or two things So you to go out and then they will come back and they will come and give testimonies how they cast out devils, how they witness to people. I mean, it's like, that's it. And for the three and a half years or so that he was with these disciples, everything that he did, he did for them to understand what has to be done even when he is not there. Yeah. And that is the blessing that was on the disciples. A church does not function with one person. Because you see, I always say this in the church. I like to pray. I like to wait on the Lord. And can you imagine that if we are in the church and I am the only person whose prayer is answered. I am telling you where uh, some of you, you backslide. Yeah. Or you will start worshipping me. It's like every problem you will bring it to me. But does not how God moves in the church. He blesses people and the reason why he favors and blesses people is because he knows that I can't do everything and the people who are around must also be blessed so that they, they will bear testimony and share in the burden of the work. And sometimes the condition of a blessing is not necessarily like do this before I, I, I give you a blessing. No. Sometimes he can give you something as a reminder of his presence in your life so that you see that you have to do more. For some of you eh, the way you are and the way you have been with the Lord, if you look at the blessings that you have and, and, and you don't understand that God has favored me and kept me all these years. Sometimes even the gift of life. Some of you come, come from homes where sicknesses are around you in the family. But you are healthy. Yeah. Some of you have siblings who have dreams that they can't even talk about. When, when you hear it, you are afraid. But you don't have sad things. It is a sign that there is a grace that is upon your life. And how do you respond to that grace? It is by taking up a burden in the house of the Lord. Yeah, that is who we are. But see, if if you say you want you want you want some help from the Lord, then you must be doing something meaningful and 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 responsible with your life, not just sitting down and praying for husband, praying for wife, praying for money, praying for. You see, when you are like that, you are. There is no difference between you and the unbeliever. Yeah. Because what you want, people who don't know God, they also want it. And some of them go to places and do things that make them get that's why they don't even, it's like, if that's all that our God is about, then I, I, you, can't, you can't talk to the person. Because you that you are in the church, that you are praying, no husband, but she, that she doesn't pray. She has got a man. Whether f- fair or foul means, she has a man. Yeah. So it's like, if that is the measure of serving God, you don't have. He has bought a car. He can travel. He can sit down. He can move right now from here to Senegal, buy air ticket or drive his car. But you, you have to save for two weeks before you cross the ferry. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's like the testimony of God's presence is not material things. Yeah. The testimony of the abiding presence is, is his spirit and the heart to be to be responsible in the way, in the house of God and be doing something. That's the sign that you are different. Because if marriage is a testimony of God's presence, then the people who are not uh, in church who are married, I mean, we should go for them to lay hands on us. Or childbearing. Some people have gone to Marabuz for children. Huh? And marriages. There are men who are in marriages. Eh? What women have done to them? What they have put in their food? What they have put inside their body that the, the men have eaten? The body that they can't. They can't think well. They follow them. Yeah. And there are women who also you have. They have married women. A men that the man has done something. You see, one one young lady met a man, supposedly rich man. In another country in Morocco, and they came to Ghana. The man was married. Though. But he told her about his problems with his wife. And you see these funny stories. And she believed young girl, virgin, followed this man. He came, he married her. I mean, followed her. I mean, you know, no, no, <laughs> It was not a, a simple thing. There were things that had been done to her. And you know what happened? The man they started having problems. You realize that a man likes women and lies. So she became hurt because she, she, she felt that she has she, I mean she, she has married a faithful man who loves her, who has moved her from her family and from her country and brought her to another country and has given her a place to stay and has promised her business and you know investment and all the glory because the man travels, so you know he, he has an, an image and appearance of prosperity. But there were hidden things in his life. So this girl became neglected. This man left again, traveled to another place, you know, and she was also around. around. Then she met another guy and became friends with the person, even though the mind was not broken. And when she slept with this guy, it was like that was the only thing that broke the cord. Something opened in her eyes. And she realized, hey, something was covering me. And the only thing that broke the the, the thing was if another person sleeps with her. Yeah. Like the man, you think that he's rich, he's, I mean, he's a decent person, he has problems in his marriage, that's why he loves you and he has brought you, rented a nice place for you, gives you money for shopping, it's like, this must be good. Yeah. Yeah. There were things behind it because some people, eh, when they want something, they don't—they don't just—they don't just, <laughs> do things, ways and means, ways and means. And then you, you think that you are falling in love. You are falling in love with the devil. I'm telling you. You think he's giving you money, so he, he, he loves you. No, he's after your soul. I mean, why should a, a, a sane and a godly person or a genuine person? You know, covenant to into a relationship through uh, uh, marabou things. Do things so that you can't even see <laughs> what you are being led into. All you, have, you know is they've given you this. They've given you this. They've given you this. As if you are a dog who has been brought to be fed. Yeah. That they buy food for you and they put it down. Then you eat. I mean, you, you, yeah. we are beyond that. evidence of a godly relationship is not marriage uh, material things. No. It is the heart in you that stands for the Lord and offers your body and your intellect for the things of God. That's a sign that you have changed. That's a sign that you are a child of God. That the spirit that is in the house on the father to, to, to win souls, to preach to people, to visit people, to counsel people. You too, you have it. Yeah. It's about material things. Yeah. That's a testimony of a, a believer. Because see, there are unbelievers when they come and stand there and tell you what they have received in the last week, you will be jealous. And, and you may easily think that, hey, that's why some Christians feel that it's a waste of time. Every day we are praying, we are prophesying, you'll be rich, this, then Then you see your friends who don't come to church, you see that she has bought an expensive shoe. Uh, Damn, is uh, her hair nice than you? You have to go and borrow her shoe, yeah, and borrow the hair and become a sister of the day. Yeah. If you have to speak to the person about God, it, it's like the person doesn't have a certain trust. Because you are very materialistic. Your, 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 your heart is that, I mean, the sign of a blessing is material prosperity. But the problems and the issues in the lives of people, it, 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 we don't use money to solve problems. Yeah. 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 And as long as we are in the church... Everybody here must position himself to be used by the Lord and to be blessed by the Lord. As young as we are. You understand? This is the time for us to be serious and grow with the Lord. Look, many of us say we have grown in homes and from families where they say they are Christians, but they don't, I'm telling you, many of you your parents don't believe in God. They don't fear God. They don't have honor in their hearts for the Lord. They, they, the only thing they have is a religious Cloak that they put on, and they are very ritualistic and idolatrous. Is it a word? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And you see, when you don't understand the kind of relationship that you must have with the church, you also be in the church, and you are only thinking about. I mean, I need to have money. I need to get a job. I need to. I mean, so when they say do something it's like, look, you, you don't have to be paid, you don't have to be a pastor before you visit somebody. And the visit is, I've not seen you for a while. What is going on in your life? I am blessed being in church. I have been saved being in church. When I became a Christian, my friends, when I visit them, I tell them, look, these things that you are doing, eh? Many times we will sit down, we ourselves, we will say that, this kind of thing, we have to stop. As you are drinking and partying and things, you know that this is not how you have to live your lives for the rest of your years. But there is something called sin, which has a hold, and you can't get out of it. You, you see, you don't come out of evil with just a thought. It's a battle. And I have walked out of it, and I'm happy, and I'm coming to you to tell you that the answer is Jesus. Move away, and some of them will believe; some of them will not believe. Yeah, yeah. I was doing that. I was not a pastor. Yeah, visitation, praying, praying. I learned to pray before I became a pastor. You see, I mean, some of you, you have learned to have sex before you marry. You are professionals. Yeah. you are experts. One day a pastor was counseling some people and he was teaching them sex and this. And the the one the lady <laughs> Oh this man is an old-fashioned star. Yeah. The pastor was shocked. Uh-huh. Uh, you have opened your mouth. Yeah. The confession time. Yeah. Oh. Sale. The pastor said he realized that the people are experienced. <laughs> Experienced. (laughs) Too experienced. Hmm. You see, many of you, you have learned to do things as young as you are. So, if you can, you see, at this age, some of you take pills to prevent pregnancy. Some of you know your cycles. There are women who carry condoms and give it to their boys. Yeah. I'm telling you. Uh, you are covering your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have to say it as it is. Yeah. Yeah. They know the good one. The good condom. Rough rider. Uh, they know it. Panther. They know it. So you have bought it so that the guy will go and buy some useless one and then it will tear. You don't want problems. Yeah. yeah. That's why you have carried it. To protect yourself. You have learned. How to do wrong at this age? How can we also not teach you how to do right at this age? Where should we be intimidated in teaching you how to pray? How to study the word? How to be wise? How to defend yourself and your faith? There are young girls who can defend a foolish boy in front of their mother. Yeah, a useless boy. Yeah. Can defend and talk about him and make your mother feel that she is like she doesn 't love you because of a boy, an idiot, yeah yeah so so if we teach you to be strong and to defend your faith and what you have become, we are not doing wrong goal no. because if Satan raises you up. To be defensive on the evil things that you do at home, but sometimes your parents don't see it. It's when you take a stand for God. That's when it's as if, hey, hey what, what are you doing? Somebody is uh, influencing you. But When you are going out and coming out late, they don't see that somebody is influencing you. Yeah, yeah. Like, the appearance will sometimes even tell that you hey, go out, go out. Yeah, yeah. Go. 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 And the going out is what has begun all the problems in your lives. And, and when God is putting on a spirit on you, that will let your heart change and then you are going to visit a brother, not because you want to have sex. You want to tell the brother, brother, you like women. Stop sending me those text messages. I'm not going to give my body to you. Come to church. Be serious. Yeah. Clear off. Yeah. Should be wild. Yeah. That's the burden of the work. And you see, when you when you have a heart for the things of God, the scripture Jesus Himself said it too. Whatsoever you ask in my name, he may give it you. It's an assured promise. And whatsoever is whatsoever, as as you can. We you see, sometimes children can ask for foolish things. Yeah, but you will give it to them. And guide them so that maybe it's like, you, you want toffee in the night. Okay, eat it, but go and you have brushed your teeth. Eat it, but go and brush your teeth again. Yeah. <laughs> you, you see that thing? Yeah. So, whatsoever you ask, because you know that this child, when I tell the child to do this, they will do it. So, sometimes when the child also makes a request, you just go out of your way, so receive it. Sometimes God will give you something and, and give you also guidance on how to use it so it doesn't destroy you. This is what Jesus said. Yeah. There's a condition that we meet for answered prayer and the condition is taking a stand for the things of God. Having a heart and a burden for the things of God. It is never out of place to be serious with God. To be angry at people. When I gave my life to Christ, my friends who were commenting and passing funny jokes saying... Sometimes when I speak, they don't. They realize I don't know, I've really changed. Yeah. So one, one guy, he was talking about the church. They said, look, we sit in the cl- a club and we, there was a guy. We, <laughs> I won't mention his name. He owned a club. A small pub that we hang around. you know. And sometimes when we don't have money, we can spend, drink, whatever it is. He will not charge us. He will not collect the money, but he knows that we will come and pay. Yeah, then we'll come back maybe after the following day. It's not like at the end of the month, kind of. Or sometimes we, we, we all of us when we, when we finish the the, the cost of what we have spent is more than we have. So, oh Charlie, tomorrow and tomorrow, by the time we come, we have sorted him out. So, I, I, I one of my friends, I said, you see, that lifestyle that we were doing, eh, It was like giving offerings and tithe. To that guy, he was like our pastor. <laughs> Yeah. But you see, it's a bondage that we didn't see. It's a fellowship that we enjoyed. That when you come to church, when you come to church, I mean, how much money? How much is a beer? I don't even know how much a beer costs now. Please, those of you who know, tell me. It doesn't mean you bought one. Eh? $55 a beer. Oh, small. That's a small bottle. Oh. I'm talking about big bottle. $75 a beer. $100 a beer. Yes. Okay. Now, that's one bottle. And anybody who drinks beer, when they sit down with their friends, they can drink like two bottles, three bottles, or four. I mean, I'm talking about uh, 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 fair, uh, 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 crash stage. I mean, uh, the advanced one is there. So it's like you sit down, every, and, and some of them, every day they drink a beer. Every day, they drink one or two plus eating meat and things. So just imagine every day how much they spend on themselves. If you can easily be spending like $500 a day on that lifestyle. But sometimes you also, they don't do it alone. They do it with their friends. So you spend that amount of, let's say $500 a day on alcohol and friends and eating uh, uh, Afra. Yeah. How many Christians come to church and give $500 every service? Some of you, the whole uh, year, if we look at your offering, your fifty dollars, your twenty dollars, your ten dollars, you see that we have not crossed one thousand dollars as offerings. For you. So you see, when they when they used to talk about money, that like, you are going to check. Hey, I said we can sit, and I told them. I remember, I said, Look, the amount of money that we spent as friends, a lot of us, so, and we pay this guy every evening. Every evening, you no. Know? And there was a guy who used to do kebab and sausages. Hey, he too is there. Charlie. Yeah, it's like these are the passes in our lives that we are giving our offerings and our ties to, and we don't see it. Because when you have a problem, you can't go to them they look at us and some of them they look at us and they are fools they see that it's like we are we are fools i'm telling you the people who sell they when they are selling the alcohol to you they are insulting you every day you come and sit down and drink and you you he's wise you don't have money don't worry you will come again so he makes you feel comfortable so that you can drink uh, yeah yeah so he, satan uses deception to bond you into a lifestyle and people who are in the world, they spend more on themselves than Christians who are in the church. So when somebody ever says that you go to church, you go and give these people your money, Charlie, how much? You yourself, sit down and be truthful to yourself. Yeah. For some of you, eh, you don't, you can't take even $200 and give it as an offering every Sunday. You will not. You will not. You will not. Yeah. You will not. Because you see your heart. eh? There's no burden. Something hasn't changed. That's why when you see somebody. Who takes a stand for God. eh, You don't criticize the person. I'm telling you. God. What he does for us. The world is an ungrateful world. He has created us in beauty and not in sin. But we have we have corrupted ourselves and we we question and and resist him as if he's a plague in our lives. And people can make you feel that going to church is like a problem. But going to a club and being there till morning, they won't lock you. Come and come home and and sleep. Yeah, you come home at seven o'clock and sleep and wake up at 12 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like when it comes, you 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 must be stronger. Yeah. The evidence that you have changed is that there is a burden that has come upon you. When you are there, you think about God, you think about somebody you have not seen in church. You see, because you see, friends in the world, one of the reasons why we like our friends is because you see, we move around with them. We are so sometimes it's not it has nothing to do with money, it's fellowship. So when you don't see the person, you call, you follow up. How come you say you are a Christian? It's like, it's the pastor who must think about you. I'm a, I am should be the only person who is thinking about someone who didn't come to church. Don't you have a burden that a friend has not been around for one week, for one, one month, three months? Eh? Eh? So you see, the things that God wants us to do, it is not extremo. A living sacrifice, that is reasonable. Your reasonable service. What he calls us to do, is not extreme. If you Sometimes when you are friends and you meet all the time and somebody is not, hey Charlie, where are you? Immediately you don't see the person around. You will call the person. Or sometimes as you are going, you are meeting here. So you have changed where you normally meet. You have moved to another location. You will call and inform the person. But it's like, when, when you are being asked to do it in the church, hey, at this church, they want everybody to be a shepherd. They want everybody, no. You see, that's how Satan is. Because you are not in the church, but you are a shepherd. You are gathering your sheep to the place of evil. Yeah. You are going to the beach. You have mobilized. You have called your friends. Hey, wear this one. Do this one. You are not ashamed not ashamed, You do the things of, of Satan with a certain zeal. He doesn't pay you. He collects your money from you when he finishes. It's, and it's almost as if when you are doing it for God, eh, the, the church there, I mean, what kind of church that they want you to do the, eh, eh, they want you to follow up people. They want you to call people. Don't we call all the time? Some of you, WhatsApp. Look at the number of hours. you Go, go and ask your phone. How many hours a day do you spend on your WhatsApp? You see that it will give you 78% of your phone usage, is on WhatsApp. Then Facebook, chatting, chatting. Yeah. Anything that God wants us to do, as a shepherd or as a pastor, it is the, the world is doing it. Yeah. The world is doing it. It's not an extreme thing. Don't, don't, some, some of you make it feel as if we are putting pressure on you. But Satan makes you feel that you are doing something right. But that's how bondage is. Yeah. There's something called the pleasures of sin. Moses esteemed the reproaches of Christ far greater a thing than the pleasures of sin. It's like, ah, I prefer to be a Christian and a, a godly child than to love these Egyptian people who like, I mean, worldly things. Yeah. Women having sex with different women. Girls eating, parties overnight, bringing girls to come and do belly dancing. You know belly dancing? It started in Egypt. The pharaohs, they know how to chill. They do all night parties. They bring beautiful girls. They come and dance, belly dancing. Belly dancing. Then the brothers are there laughing, <laughs> drinking, and slapping their buttocks Yeah. Yeah. Doing wild things. Yeah. And, and it's like they don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah. But Moses, who was brought up in that environment, who, who was mature and, and, and wiser and favored to even become the, the Pharaoh, he stepped out of that thing and chose the affliction of the children of God. And you see, what you call affliction, it is a process. The reason why it's an affliction is because people look down upon it. When you live in a community where nobody likes school and you go to school, you see that as you are going, they are laughing at you. They make you feel as if you are doing something wrong. Everybody has a girlfriend. or Every boy, every girl in your area has a boyfriend. You don't have. Then you see that? they are laughing at you. Hey, you are going marry. Hey, mother of Jesus. Hey, virgin Mary. They, see, they, they pass funny comments. So it makes it feel like it's like, you see, it's an affliction. It's not a pleasant thing, but Charlie, let your mind work well. Choosing the afflictions of Christ is far a blessing than the pleasures of sin. Yeah. 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 I'll let them call you names. Me, I used to admire Christians. I'm telling you. Because sometimes we, we after all this, actually, this kind of life is not right to. But then you also ask yourself another question. If you become a Christian, so all these friends, you can't be with them. So you see the struggle. Yeah. When I became a Christian, my brothers, Christian brothers, younger boys, they even saw me as a senior. Yeah. I mean, we have come to church. I mean, it's not, I mean, oh. You have missed the, sitting in the uh, uh, bar and watching Champions League and shouting and making fun, talking. You know, it's like, this is life. Hey, actually, I have found where I belong. I found it. There is peace. Yeah. Yeah, it's a better life. It's a sweet life. Serving the Lord. Because, see, what I, what we used to do in the world, doing parties, uh, organizing parties, calling people. Look, I say, I have been party, several parties. Many of the people whose parties I went to, I didn't even know them. But it's like, you'll be there. Then a friend will call you. Tell is it's happening here. Oh, when you hear it's happening, you don't ask whose party it is. It's happening. So, you dress and you go. The, so, sometimes you are there, drinking, eating, dancing. The person whose birthday it is or whose party it is, when they come, you don't even know the person. <laughs> but it's like the fun, the fellowship. So, me, I, I sat down and I said to myself, all these things that people were doing. Sometimes, I mean, oh, it's it's, it's called shepherding. Yeah. They are are giving you, they are providing you a certain comfort so I can use it for God. Calling people to come to church. Pick it. Sometimes you're in the house. It's happening. Come and pick me. You will see. Get ready around this and then the guy will come with the car. Come on. Let's go and pick these girls. Let's go and pick this brother. Then you are happy in the car. Yeah. yeah. When they say become a basenta leader, it's like, have you not gone to parties and paid for somebody in the van before? have you not gone you are going to the beach then you are paying for the three people in the van and bringing somebody to church and paying transport and you don't have money you <laughs> don't have money <laughs> look hey our time is up i tell you yeah i am sharing you to you the the the, the understanding that you, can, you see, some of you, you are not a pastor. Because maybe you have not gone through a certain form of training for us to call you one. But what you do, the strength you have in mobilizing your friend, talking to them, rebuking them. Like, some of you, when you are going somewhere, you tell a friend, let's go, and he doesn't go, or she, ch- she says, I won't go. The way you speak, they will change their mind. That's, that's the strength of a leader. So you are a, you are a pastor of Sinnoh. Yeah, that's who you are. you are. You are using your strength to lead people astray. Because some of you, your friends can't resist you. If you if you are going somewhere and your friend calls you right now, you will change your mind. Because that friend, and some of you have that strength. You can change somebody's mind right now. Somebody has been sent to do something by their mother. When you call that person, the person will change their mind. Yeah. It's a demonic analogy. And you see, when you when you become a child of God, that, that grace that is on your life, it, it is used for the things of... You should be able to talk to somebody and tell the person, I want to sleep. By the time the person realizes they are in church. Yeah. Yeah. We can do it. We should do it. We should not be ashamed. Because people are living in sin. They are perishing in their sins. You can see a girl. You don't know her from anywhere. You see her. No. You start talking to her and collect her number. That's a shepherd. But the shepherd of sin. So when I see people and I talk to them and I take them. It's not, I'm, not, I'm not looking for sex. I'm not looking to taking you to go and sit somewhere and spend money on you. I'm talking to you about Christ. I'm talking to you about giving your life to Christ. Being committed. So if the world can do that unashamedly, why shouldn't I do it? That's why Jesus, when he Went to drink water by the well. A woman came. And because he was was the son of God. He he engaged the woman. And made the woman realize that she is living in sin. But he didn't condemn her. She felt love. And she realized that I have encountered a good person. And when she left the presence of Jesus. She went to gather her village people. To come and see a prophet. Yeah. It's an anointing. It's an anointing. Because if you had met the woman by the well, you would fetch the water for the woman, take her home. That's it. You have a new girlfriend. Then she has six boyfriends. Who, and you add yourself to it, you are not you don't you don't care, cry. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not only Jesus who knew how to talk to a, a woman. Eh? Some of you be sisters, you can meet a brother and smile, he, he will be confused. As, I mean, yeah, yeah, because I, I know a brother. <laughs> His own testimony is that like, the first day I met this girl, she gave me a smile. I said, Wow, a smile, a smile. yeah, yeah, a smile, yeah, I'm telling you. So, there is nothing you cannot do for the Lord. There is no limitation to being a servant, anointed and serving and winning souls for the Lord. You can do it. You can do it. If you can gather 200 people at your wedding, you should be able to gather 300 for the Lord. Help me, Vivian. Yeah. yeah. yeah me. You see, I, I always tell people, you see, if you are marrying and you, 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 you arrange a hall and a reception for 200 people and 50 people come, I tell you you will not be happy. And you see that as you are doing it, eh, you have friends who are calling. You have sisters of the day who <laughs> yeah, who are calling, doing this. It's like a pastor with shepherds. Assistant pastors, a bishop with shepherds, you, are, you, are, you have organized a team to, to, to do an event successfully. Yeah, yeah. And you say we can't do it for the Lord. We should do better. We shouldn't be coming to church to see fifty people, twenty people. We are not happy with that number. Yes, yes. Yeah. you say waiting. You can do. You, we can do far better. There is nobody here who is handicapped when it comes to the grace of God upon our lives. It is because sometimes uh, the, the mind tells you other things. You have not called me, but I have called you and ordained you. And when when God gives you a, a certain, when He calls you and He gives you a certain grace, it means, Pastor Bala. Everything that you want to do, eh, you can do it. That's why Paul gave a testimony. He said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yeah, yeah, can do it. Can do it. Don't limit yourself, don't look down upon yourself. Don't feel that hey, this one I cannot do it. It's like, ah, you can do it. You can be a You can be an anointed child. You are an anointed child already. Yeah. May the Lord help and open our eyes, our hearts, and our minds to the truth. Call yourself a child and a friend. He said, you have been called servants, but henceforth, I call you friends. Because the servant does not know what the Lord is doing. What His Lord is doing. But the friend is with them. It's when you are friends with somebody. Sometimes they don't have to say anything, but you know what is going on. Because you are close. You share in fellowship. You see things. You go to places together. You learn. And that's what God used his only begotten son to do in our lives. To bring us closer. The things that God wanted uh, 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 Moses to do. there's the same thing that Jesus taught us. Care for people. You can't do it alone. How can the pastor be the only person who is calling? Doing visitation. I should be the only person who prays brother it's not right i have to teach you i have to help you don't say i can't pray when i take the bible i sleep why is it that when you take your phone you don't sleep when you are on whatsapp you don't sleep you can stay on whatsapp 2am 2am you're on whatsapp when we say we wake up at 3am to pray that's the time the demons come and give you the fun yeah even when the room is hot, that's when. <laughs> yeah. But hey, you shall escape the devices of the enemy. Light come into you right now. May understanding come into your life right now. Rise up and be a child of God, a friend of God who knows and understands the calling and responds to it. Father, help us. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Be seated.